Hey there, comrades. Welcome to episode four of the new and improved Dying Scene Radio, coming to you from Los Angeles, which is not sunny because we're recording at night. It's dark. So I took the sunny part out. Still been warm. I made, yeah. Middle of December, still warm. Yeah, I'd have it no other way. Comfortable. It's not hot. Ah, I am one of your industrious hosts, Anarcho-Punk. With me as always in a quest to cover all things punk rock is my buddy Bob. Bob, say hello to our dear listeners. Hello, dear listeners. I didn't say howdy. It's very much appreciated. Making an effort to remove my cowboyisms. Yes. Because I know that it bothers you. Yeah. So see, I'm making compromises I do for appreciate you. that. And I'm sure the listeners do as well. I don't know. Uh, we probably have listeners in the South that maybe relate to I'm it. I'm sure now they appreciate you not doing that. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate not having to see your face. Yeah. Well. That's always nice. <laughs> you guys don't understand. I have to sit here and look at it. It's no fun. Thanks. I do it. I do it for you guys, though. I love yeah. you. Well. Credits. <laughs> you said, well. Our intro song for this episode was Internal Struggles of Rebellion from Upstate New York's Ska Core Stalwarts, Stupid Stupid Henchmen, from their newest LP, Chill Out and Die Later, which is on my uh, albums of the year list because right. it came out in February. Yeah. My extremely long albums Very long. of the year list. Yes. Got to trim it down. Got to keep trimming. Yeah. When are we going to do that show? Uh... We're going to do that next episode, I believe. I'm, can we do that, though, in January? Because there are albums that are still coming no. out right now. But there are albums coming out. I mean, yeah, this sure. week alone, it's the beginning of December, and we've just been having amazing yeah. albums come out. But you always get a you always get a dead spot, like right around Christmas, between Christmas and the New Year. All it's right. the perfect time to round it out. So can our albums of the year go back to, like, December 2016? No, you are so fucking awful. No. <laughs> you live by the rules. 2017, and it has to be submitted there's by the just, end of the year. There's a group of bands, and they're just they're missing the window. And we have to record it even earlier so that you can have three weeks to edit it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better. You are getting better. I just have to give you a hard time because that's what I get paid to do. You don't get paid shit. Well, I can dream. How you been, Bobbert? Man, I've been all right. How the holiday? You went out of town for the holidays. Yeah, and sorry, yeah. listeners. I know we took a little bit of a break. We took time off to be with our That's families. not much of a break. This is the usual amount of time. To is us, it? it was a break. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So how were your holidays? You left town, didn't you? Yeah, they were great. I've been fucking sick up until today. I mean, I woke up today feeling like shit, too. But I think I was just hungover. Don't drink when you're sick. It's no. hard to figure out what, what affects your feeling. Are right. you sick? Are you hungover? Are you, what, what's going on? Um, I went to New York. New York was great. Um, I hear uh, that's where uh, the boss man is from. Boss man Dave, yep. Wish I would have known that. I don't know that. if he's from there, but yeah, he's definitely there Living right now. There. Yep. Yeah, wish I would have known that beforehand. I would have uh, knocked on his door, crashed on his couch, uh, and I'm uh, sure he'd be saved happy myself a few hundred bucks. I'm sure he would have just slammed the door in your face. Hey, man, he's got to give us something. Well, right? He gives us feedback. That's not what I'm looking for. Um, I'm looking for either free room and board or hand jobs. Well, I, and mean, I don't see him passing out hand jobs. Well, he's a pretty good looking dude, though. So, yeah. all right. Well, whichever one he wants to give me, I'll take. So there you go. Balls in your court, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, literally. Yeah, I don't know. While you were gone, I actually went out uh, and I uh, shot uh, Propagandi show. Nice, one of my all-time favorite bands. Uh, they played with Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and Reviver. You wake up in the rain. 
down at the Regent downtown. Yeah. Uh, first time I ever went to the Regent. Pretty cool little venue. But yeah. there was no photo pit. And I am an Ugh. older gentleman. And those two things really didn't work together. I think when you're somebody in the audience, you're like, no photo pit, I don't fucking care. What does that even mean? But then when you're scrolling through Instagram, you don't get those great That's right. photos. Yeah. Those nice close-up action shots. Yeah. And you get hands in the way and yeah. heads in the way. You feel Which, it later. It is a little bit of a different feel in the pictures themselves, but it's a different feel the next morning for older people like <laughs> me as well. So it was pretty rough down there. If you've never been to a live propaganda show, they can get a little bit rough down in the I'd pit. imagine so. Uh, and um, the picks weren't quite as good as I'd like, especially because, you know, you always get a little bit stoked when it's one of your favorite bands yeah. that you're shooting. You want it to be great, but... And I know Propaganda's up there for you. Oh, yeah. Definitely top five. The lighting was a little poor, and with the violence and chaos going on around me, I, I did get a few good ones, though. And, of course, yeah. they're always up at uh, Instagram, Dying Scene, at, in, at Dying Scene on Instagram, or you can head over to my personal page, at anarchopunk.la, for even more pictures. Um, but yeah, so I learned a new thing at that concert from uh, a little snot-nosed punk. What did you learn? I learned that uh, taller people, like myself, uh, are supposed to stand in the back. I was educated on this by this fetus. What? Uh, so, of course, I'm trying to get a, a decent spot to get the pictures. Uh, I wasn't staying in any place too long. Two or three songs, and then you move on and get another shot from another angle, you know? But wait, so a kid... So I was down front, kind of elbowing my way down front. And I got close to a shorter kid who uh, thought it would be wise to educate me because I don't know enough from being in the scene for 20 How years. old was this kid? I don't know. I have no clue. A millennial for sure. I don't know. 18? Okay. It was, uh, it was an 18 and over show. So uh, definitely not 21. But yeah, um, so I was unaware that they have these set of rules in the punk scene. So listeners, mm. uh, now you know, knowing is half the battle. If you're <laughs> taller punk, you're resigned to the back. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, it didn't happen at this show either. Yeah. I just pretty much ignored the kid. I nodded and smiled. You know, yeah, sure. I'm even going to say as as a taller person, I'm about six foot. Um, I always feel like there's still fucking people in front of me and you can't see. No matter what. Right. That's a show. Right. Exactly right. Yeah. So I just ignored the little bastard. and You should have had a business. philosophical discussion with him about relativity. Mm. Well, I was just thinking, because he was kind of short, but he had a mohawk, a pretty large mohawk. Does that count towards oh, the height? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That way. So yeah. Then maybe he needed yep. to take a couple steps back. Yeah. Little asshole. Yeah. If you're listening, fuck you. All right. Well, we'll you. hit up the next Propagandi show, and we will educate him. Learn to respect your elders. Yeah, apparently he doesn't know the rules. Get off my lawn. Oh, is that what we sound like? Yeah, absolutely. Fuck. <laughs> absolutely. We're those people now. All right. So, um, the more you know, tall people in the back, get your ass to the back. And then what really pissed me off, uh, when I started taking pictures, because of course this conversation, this exchange happened you know, between sets. Uh, and then when I started trying to get pictures, uh, the little asshole would try and his hand up and <laughs> I saw him looking right at me while he did it so there's no ambiguity about the fact he was just being a little dick interesting so rules you uh, rules you need to know to yeah. survive in the punk scene yeah so many rules these days yeah when I was growing up there really weren't a lot yeah back in my day there's another one ah uh, god damn it alright I'm Enough agreeing with you and now we stop sound it. like those guys stop it 
let's get to work. All right, look, this episode, we're going to uh, interview Dylan and the rest of the guys and gals in Spanish love songs, with the exception of the drummer, Ruben, who really didn't want any part of it. Uh, he was loading in. We said, hey, Ruben, you want to hop in on this? Nah. <laughs> Just kept on loading in. So, All right, well. He was doing his job. He's a drummer. Nobody's right. helping him out. He's right. No, no. We were all having a great time doing an interview. Yeah. It was fantastic. I'm and sure he was fucking super happy. He Nobody was probably mumbling, you yeah. motherfucker. Right? Yeah. That's very typical. Yeah. Fucking drummers, right? Fucking no. drummers. No. Nobody fucking helps a drummer, man. <laughs> drummers are stuck there learning right. five hey. times as much gear whoa, whoa, as everybody else. Whoa. Pumped. No one's <laughs> stopped getting fucking beers and hanging out. Hey. Singer's not doing shit. Let's take it down a notch, sir. Take it down a notch. Yeah. We get it. You're a little bitch. You can't deal with it. Let's get into some music. I'm tired of hearing your mouth. <laughs> Let's kick things off with a block of music, uh, an international block of music. Let's go with uh, three bands, three countries. Okay. Starting off with Boss Man Dave's solid gold lock of the week. This is South Africa's Monday Morning Justice with Molotov Politics from the 2016 LP, We Paid for This Fire Pool. <laughs> Monday Morning Justice with Molotov Politics. Now, let's spin some music from France. We always play France bands. I know. Seems French to be bands. A, France bands. France, France bands. <laughs> Seems like a little trend we've got going yeah. on here. Uh, but this next one, these guys just signed with Red Scare Industries, our, okay. our buddy Toby over there. Uh, this is, oh, and it's all in French, so this is going to be interesting. This is Gorilla Poubelle with En Marche. Je 
That was En Marche from the LP La Nausse from Gorilla Poubelle. Oh, that was smooth. If you're from France, somebody... That uh, was smooth. Somebody tell us how to say that properly. En Marche from the LP La Nausse from Gorilla Poubelle. Yeah. I don't know if that's right or not. It doesn't get much better than that. My French <laughs> is on point. Uh, that's hilarious. Okay. Well, let's try something a little easier this time. This is uh, the UK folk punks ducking punches with sobriety from their upcoming album, Alamort.
Fabulous Sobriety from Ducking Punches from their upcoming album, Alamort. You can stream that over at the Mothership if you liked what you heard. Uh, I actually saw those guys up here in the Valley at a show a couple weeks ago. I think we talked about it on one episode. They were playing with, um, uh, actually, Spanish Love Song. Oh, okay. I think it was this show that I got the interview at. Nice. Uh, but yeah, it's always great to see international bands touring the Valley. I had to drive two miles. Yeah. Can't beat that. Right. No freeways, just surfing <laughs> streets and an awesome punk show. Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually free to get in there, right? Oh, yeah. Two yeah. drink minimum. Oh, come whatever. on. Whatever. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Trust. Right. My wife doesn't drink. I'll just pay for four right, right. now. <laughs> hey, man. You want to do some news? Let's do it. Can I do the news ticker sound? What's the news ticker sound? If you have to. Well, I, I, I just did. All right. You asked. We'll, we'll, we'll think about cutting that. Oh. Oh, all right. <laughs> First up, direct hit. Everyone's sicker than a dog in here. One of my all-time favorite bands here lately. I've been streaming them nonstop. Uh, they're working on a new album, and they're also heading out on tour with Less Than Jake and Four Years Strong. All right. Know, yeah, that's uh, Less Than Jake. I knew you were going to be hooked. Right. So everybody needs to keep an eye out for that. That's going to be coming in early 2018. Uh, I think it's mainly on the East Coast, so we're obviously not going to be in the Bummer. It looks like that. <laughs> they're starting out in Florida and moving their way on up the coast to Buffalo, New York. What an excellent place to end the tour in late February. That's going to uh, be a shit show. Sure is. That was a really good off-microphone burp. Sure was. I'm glad you, you turned your head. <laughs> that was a very good job. So, yeah, Less Than Jake, you love them. When was the last time you saw them? Um, I have absolutely no idea. When didn't... Oh, they were supposed to play Punk and Drop, like they did not. I probably haven't seen Less Than Jake in a few years. Really? Yeah, I was supposed to see them, um, I don't know, sometime last year, and I didn't. I think they're coming through here. Yeah, I think I, 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 think I was supposed to see them last year, too, and I didn't. Yeah, for whatever reason. and they came through here uh, a few weeks ago before uh, the Punk and Drop Lick show. Mm. Um, so yeah, I haven't seen them in a while. Uh, I'm really, I want to try and get out and see Direct Hit. I'm, I'm a little bit angry that they're not coming to the West Coast because they've been, over the past couple of years, they've really grown on me. Yeah. Uh, it seems like they'd be really fun to hang out with because yeah. they're always going to have great drugs. <laughs> so uh, I love them though. Their music is fucking incredible. And now we got a little bit of sad news. Uh, not uh, quite as amusing as when Margate made their breakup announcement. Uh, posers. Posers are breaking up. The oh. Philly have uh, announced that they're calling it quit. Uh, quits and it was a, in a rather succinct message uh, in on Twitter which I guess they have to be pretty succinct on I feel like Twitter. we need an official breakup song for these bands what do you think it would be I don't know hmm. can't think of it off the top of my head but I'm gonna find one well you keep thinking of that uh, the band simply said it it's been a fun ride but we are parting ways We'll have a video for y'all in a couple weeks. I, they said y'all. That's not me. I'm reading their <laughs> quote. We'll have a video for y'all in a couple weeks as a parting gift. Thanks for all the love. So, Philly Community's losing a pretty incredible band. Uh, I think they've been around for maybe about four or five years now, so not a very long life cycle, but they got a lot of shit done yeah. in that five years. 
uh, really, really great band. I wish I had seen them. Um, I actually lived outside of Philly for a while and hung out in the scene a little bit, but of course they came way after I was yeah. there. I have to say, I think five years is uh, probably the average life cycle for a band, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think... I wasn't saying it like it was short, but compared to some other bands, I think when we talked about Margate, that was like 14 years. Oh, so, yeah, Margate's you know, been around forever. There's been some lately here that have been broken up, yeah. that have been around a little bit longer. Yeah. So, yeah, really sad to see them go. Incredible band. Uh, next up, we have Long Beach Punk Veterans, TSOL. TSOL, they've announced a West Coast tour. Uh, they're going to be playing pretty much from the southern tip to the northern tip. Okay. Starting out, uh, well, they're starting out in Bakersfield, making their way on up. I guess it's not the southern tip. Bakersfield up to Oregon and Washington. We'll call it the southern tip. Close enough. Just the southern tip. Uh, but they're going to be playing with Downtown Brown. Downtown Brown. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're <laughs> no, incredible. They're like a funk kind of punk mashup. I saw okay. them at a, at a festival. I don't even remember which one. Probably a couple years ago. Wasn't really expecting much going in, but man, they blew my socks off. All right, really I'm gonna have fun. to check them out for so, sure. Yeah, if you haven't, and I, I haven't really listened to like the music um, when it's like on an album, so I don't know if it translates. But live shows, lots of fun, uh, and of course TSOL. Legends. Mm-hmm. They, I think they just put out their 10th studio album. I wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So they're definitely going to be playing some of the new songs, I would imagine, on that tour. So uh, head out to that if they're coming to your neighborhood. Like I said, it's pretty much all West Coast dates. Uh, so East Coasters kick rocks. You get nothing. Uh, Bob. Bob made a contribution oh, to the news. My first contribution to the news. Let's talk about it. Go ahead, big boy. Yeah, so a glass jaw. I'm not impressed, I guess I'm not impressed. Which dialect, which dialect glass jaw has released their first album in 15 years it's a follow-up to 2002's worship and tribute um this has been a long awaited album from fans i mean there's been numerous occasions where they said they're writing new material or gonna release a new album over the 15 years and they've just never done it they've thrown out an ep um they've teased songs here and there um they've played new songs live randomly and nothing ever came from it. And I think a lot of people didn't ever think that this was going to come through. Glassjaw's, um, you know, one of my favorite bands. And uh, it came out yesterday, Friday, December 1st. Um, they leaked it a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. It was up a little bit early wow. on uh, Apple Music. And it kind of came out of nowhere, too. I didn't know. It came absolutely out of nowhere. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was pretty stoked to, to listen to it. I'm on, like, listen number four or five. Um, and so far... I mean, it's not exactly what I expected, but there are a lot of songs that I'm really enjoying, and uh, it's still got a lot of heavy elements to it. So if you're a fan of Glassjaw, definitely check them out. They've been on tour with The Used. I don't know if they're still touring or not. Um, yeah. So, Well, and there, we are also streaming a track over at yes. Shira. Shira. And that's um, the... Uh, 
It's the second song on the album. It's one of the great songs on there. There's really a lot of good songs, so check it out if you're a Glassjaw fan. I actually um, I was never really into Glassjaw, not really my kind of genre, but I did get a chance to catch them at Muse Inc. earlier this year, and they were playing with the used, oddly enough. I think they played back-to-back, um, but they put on a good performance. Yeah, they're a fantastic live man. They're yeah. a very talented band. Uh, now, for something a little different, uh, Bob? Did you know that in their off time, the offspring fought crime? What? <laughs> yeah, well, you need to get with the program, buddy. If you don't know, The New Adventures of the Offspring is a scripted episodic fan fiction podcast that chronicles the epic adventures of Dexter Holland, Noodles, Greg K., Pete Peretta, and Red Man. Wait, this is not by them, is it? No, it's okay. not sanctioned okay. at all. Come on. And when we say fun. red man, I mean, I'm going to say I'm not up to date on like my offspring knowledge. What does he have to do with offspring? I, if I remember correctly, they might have collaborated on a song okay. or something. I might <laughs> be totally off base on that. The 90s was kind of a blur for me. Hey, a little uh, side knowledge to tie all this shit back together. So the old drummer from uh, Glassjaw took over from Saves the Day when Pete Parada the drummer of the offspring left saves the day oh. quite a few years ago anyways there you go funny that that's back to back a little bit of knowledge there for you uh but the podcast is weekly or they probably try to do it weekly they're probably like us say fuck it <laughs> holidays in there uh but hey, this shit's hard work man it is for, especially when it's for free <laughs> talking into microphones is tough now i gotta edit this shit and <laughs> god yeah, you do that'll be three weeks yeah so tune in each week as the gang clashes with inner city gangs, supervillains, and the punk rock council of science. Interesting. It's a very high brow. Also to type Pete back, uh, Pete was also in face to face. You just so, keep throwing out facts. I'm trying to, I mean, offspring's not very punk rock. So, you know, we got to, th- people who are like into punk, well, okay, you got to have so some here, ties to So this. I got to tie, uh, listen, I haven't gotten there yet. You jump in the middle of the story and you totally jump the gun. Now I'm getting ready to tie it back into punk and you're going to feel like a real jackass. <laughs> Lending their vocal talents to the series are members of various punk acts. Oh. Including... Moonraker, Computer Class, and Dollar Signs. All right, well, I'll just put my foot in my mouth. You know how much cleaner this shit would be if I had somebody that just keep their mouth shut? <laughs> if it could just be all me, I think we'd be all right. A world full of yous. What a better place. It would be an excellent place to live. Hot water music. know they've got a new album out uh after returning from riot fest guitarist chris wallard decided he was going to take a little bit of time off he was not feeling very well uh went to the doctor uh thought maybe it might be a heart attack or something like that but the good news is that he did not have a heart attack uh, and they said actually his heart looks pretty good okay bad news is that his old friends stress and anxiety are back with a vengeance so he's decided to take a little bit of time off so we hope he gets better yeah panic and attacks feel like heart attacks fuck yeah I know a couple people that have had them, and it's pretty scary to you know, witness even just as a bystander. You don't know what to do. There's really nothing you can nope. do. So you just kind of... Well, you could take some Xanax. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, but Fret Not fans on the tour, uh, Chris DeMiggs from Less Than Jake, and uh, the Flatliners, Chris 
Cresswell will be filling in for Hell yeah. on Waller duty, so nice. to, so to say. That's awesome. Yeah. So make sure uh, make sure you get out to a show and support them. Uh, Chris, we hope you get to feeling better. Uh, also, we have an interview up with uh, the baser of Hot Water Music, Jason Black, over at the .com with uh, our buddy Jay. Stone. Nice. He interviewed him. I think it was at one of the Boston shows up there. We have to get Jay a microphone so he can record that shit. I know. I think he likes writing it out. He's a fancy guy. Whatever. We're kind of sloppy. We're lazy. Yeah, but so are our listeners, and I'm sure they'd like to hear it as opposed to fucking reading that shit. Well, we'll see. It's a very good article, though. I read through it. Uh, the The best thing, because yeah, I think we talked about it before. I don't know if it was online or not. Uh, but we said, you know, it's always fun when you see a band that gets like a replacement band member for yep. a, a couple shows or something. Like, you know, wow, <laughs> do you just know all the songs? Right? Right. How do you mix that in? And they kind of talked about that in the interview. And uh, the most interesting thing they said, really the strangest thing about it is that, you know, we're all old guys and Chris Cresswell just turned 30 a couple right. weeks ago. So he said it's kind of cool because they feed off his energy a little yeah. bit as well being a younger guy. So that's really fucking cool. Actually, now I'm going to go read it. See, you've convinced me. <laughs> and now you don't want to listen to it because it's very elegant. Jason does a very good job with his writing. So may, I think we'll just stick to the sloppy part and he can be uh, more finesse. All right. How about that? We'll be sloppy seconds. Yeah. Sloppy seconds. That's the way to go, right? I mean, it's the easy way. <laughs> That's the way we like it. Next up, record label, South African record label. We did this, put out a compilation, 53 songs, and it features a good chunk of the bands uh, from there in the South African scene. Uh, underground bands, punk, mostly punk. There's a few in there that are not. Uh, and there's three or four other bands that are from other country uh, countries, but it, it's awesome to see um, you know, that much of a global scene you know, you yeah. got bands in South Africa. Yeah. So, and, and we played one earlier, uh, Monday Morning Justice. You know, it's, it, they have incredible, uh, thriving scenes yeah. in, in these places that you just never even thought of. So, I know how you love when I ask questions. Where can I find this compilation? Oh, my God. Bandcamp or oh yeah, Spotify, no, Apple it's Music? Definitely on Bandcamp. Okay. Uh, so, uh, or you can go over to dyingscene.com. Ooh. Have it streaming there, too. All right. Um, I believe it's called Mixtape 2016. So really kind of generic. It might be hard to search, but definitely look up We Did This Records. They're doing a great job down in South South Africa. You know, if you can if you can have a, a label that can pull in 53 bands for a compilation, uh, you know you're doing yeah. really good work. So even in places like that, you, that, that you don't think. Uh, there was another story a couple days ago that was um, uh, a documentary that was released about the punk scene in Myanmar. Which I don't uh, even know where that is. Used to be uh, Burma, I think. I don't even um, know where that is. <laughs> Remember, like, my geography it, sucks. <laughs> it's in like mid, is that near Canada, Asia, oh, India, what? kind of uh, Thailand area, that okay. area. Um, but yeah, there's a, a thriving punk scene there. The, the the documentary followed the street punks, Rebel Riot, who are probably the largest punk band in in Myanmar, Myanmar, however you want to say it. Uh, but yeah. You know, you think you don't ever really think, you know, sure, you got your British punk bands and your American punk bands, Canadian punk bands. But Myanmar, never think to look there. It's kick ass music everywhere. Keep your ears to the ground. Send us your music. Please. We don't care what country you're from. <laughs> and then that means we don't have to do the work again. Tying it, tying it back to being lazy. <laughs> Good job, Bob. And speaking of compilation albums, uh, here's a cool story. In 1993, Sicko... I don't need this anymore. I curse that 
Chico frontman Ian Hernandez's label Top Drawer Records released the compilation album 13 Soda Punks with contributions from bands like Old Man, uh, Model Rockets, Mr. T Experience, uh, probably, I don't know, 20 others. A lot of bands on that. Uh, now, 23 years later, they're coming up with uh, a follow-up album called 14 Soda Punks. So, cool. Pretty logical. Yeah. Uh, on this version, or the I guess the the new generation of Seattle-based punk bands. Uh, I guess it's probably Pacific Northwest. I don't know if they're all right from Seattle, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so you got bands like uh, Success. What's the problem with this world today? Is that every family thinks that he's a Bruce Wayne. No wolf in the kids today. Success, Ramona, Burn, Burn, Burn. Uh, who else have we got on here? Man, Dead Bars, really good lot of bands up in that area as well where our buddy Carson is from Hilltop Rats I was gonna say but do we have Hilltop Rats I don't think they're on here yeah, as a matter of probably fact so we gotta not. try and get them on the next one so Ian Hernandez if you're listening get our buddies Hilltop yeah, Rats what are you doing what are you doing? You've really missed out on an opportunity, sir. I like how we're telling people how to do their jobs like we know anything about it. Uh, speaking of record labels, we got uh, announcements left and right over the past week or two with new record labels. Uh, Heliarch, which I believe is a, a welding term, if my memory serves me correct, from okay. shop class. Uh, earlier this year, uh, they formed... Uh, February, March, April, somewhere around there, DIY label. Uh, they were born in the bowels of Kern County, California. What the fuck? Yeah, and there's not much coming uh, from that area. Hence the bowels. Bowels. You like that word? Yeah. Uh, but they've already signed uh, quite a few bands. They have uh, United Defiance. United Defiance, who recently released a music video with the incredible folks over at Bridge City Sessions. Have you been watching any of their videos on YouTube? I have seen quite a few. Definitely follow them. If you're not, they put up great videos. Uh, That fivesome, United Defiance, also uh, announced a new full-length album coming out in 2018. So keep an ear to the ground for that. Uh, This past summer, two more of their labels... uh, the labels Stellar Signees also premiered music videos. Uh, Vegas Pop Punk's Call Shot. Call Shot released their debut video, which was produced by our buddy Billy over at 99% Magazine. Uh, and then Bakersfield, California act, the 08 Orchestra. Orchestra released a video for Bartender from their newest EP, so check those out over on YouTube. And lastly, certainly not leastly, you think that's a word? Did that go well? I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Loosely? Okay. Uh, So, the punk quartet, the withdrawals. Withdrawals just released the first single, Hellbound Meltdown, from their impending EP, America, which is due out in January. So 
lots of good stuff coming out of the bowels of Kern County, right? Yes. Uh, so that was just one of the excellent DIY labels that's been uh, popping up lately. We also have um, our friend Paul Levesque. There's another French one uh, from the band. You're getting uh, some practice in tonight. I'm, I'm going to be proficient <laughs> in French by the time we all wrap up this whole podcast. Uh, but our friend Paul from Fair Game here. Fair Game here in Los Angeles. He started uh, his own label, No Affiliation Records. Uh, of course, he's not doing it alone. He also has help from Mike Brockman and Bill Marks, formerly of Authority Zero. All right. Uh, so they've uh, been busy signing some bands, and I think we're probably going to play one a little bit later. How's that for a teaser, Rob? Why are you laughing? That was oh, a good you. tease. And now, the last label that we're going to talk about, which I think I'm probably the most excited to talk about, uh, is called A-Jam Records. Mm-hmm. And uh, the creator of that is Joe Koontz from the veteran punk band Against All Authority. Against All Authority. Yes. Which you and I are both fans of. Yes. Every once in a while we get some overlap yes. and we like the same band. Every once in a while. Every once in a while, you come to your senses and decide <laughs> you want to listen to some good music. Uh, so, uh, they recently announced the launch of their new label. It's based down in Florida. Uh, independent record label devoted to artistry, music, and fans. They're starting to put out new releases this week, which by the time you hear this will probably be two, three weeks uh, down the road. Um, so definitely uh, you'll have plenty of stuff to listen to by the time you hear this so head on over to their website if you have trouble finding it go over to dyingscene.com and put a jam records into the search bar and I'd imagine it would pop right up I'm no internet wizard but I think if you put something in the search bar on the website it'll pop up alright what do you think sounds good Sounds good, he says. Lots to add. (laughs) All right. From new labels to old albums. Protest the hero. Protest the hero is announcing a a tour for their, uh, what, their classic album, I guess. It's an anniversary tour. They're hopping aboard that anniversary uh, tour Man, train. there's been a lot of bands doing that lately. Everybody does it now, but you know what? Go what? for it. I want to go to those shows. Don't you? Uh, Don't you want to go see a band play a whole album that you fucking loved 10 yeah. years ago, 15 years ago when sure. that shit came out? Mm-hmm. Why not? Protest the Hero are uh, going on their 10-year anniversary tour for Fortress. They are a progressive metal band out of Canada. Um, when I say progressive metal, I mean, I feel like it falls into the category of punk rock. Um, you know, AP sitting over there with uh, his poop face on. Mm. You know, looks like he's clenching, clenching one right here. No, it's fine. To each his own. <laughs> we cover music. I don't have to like the stuff that we talk about. That's totally fine. It's not my, not my bag, but it's certainly legitimate music. They're going on a really beefy tour, too, huh? Absolutely, yeah. Um, they have quite a few dates. Um, tickets went on sale yesterday. Um, so catch those uh, tickets before they sell out because I'd imagine they would. This is definitely uh, their pinnacle album. And they're playing and, the Roxy. 
here. They're playing La Roxy, which is a nice small venue. I saw them at the Troubadour um, in support of this album. I believe it was in support of this album. Um, and they're just a fucking fantastic band to see live. If you're into that punk metal hybrid uh, type of music, check them out if you've never heard them. Um, really great band. And that, 10 years ago, that album, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Wow. It's weird. Time yeah. flies. It, it, I, do, I do like some of the bands starting to do it. Uh, my wife actually went, we went to a show the other day where the band that she wanted to see wasn't punk at all. Um, but they were doing that. It was, I, I want to say, the 20 year anniversary okay. of the album that they played through and everybody was singing along. Yeah. It was a grand time for all involved, Bob. Hey, man, I know you don't listen to albums all the way through, but some of us do. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, more Blast from the Past news. Green Day kind of came out of nowhere and released a new music video for 2,000 Light Years Away. 2,000 Light Years Away. Right? <laughs> Is that how it goes? I don't know. It's been a while since I've heard it, but that was a good one back in the day <laughs> from 1991. Yeah, that's an interesting oh, concept. Shit. Was that off of Kurt Plunk then? Yeah, I believe it or was. 10,000 Slappy yeah, Hours? Because then they put out the album that was both of them together, the smooth out Slappy Hours. I don't know. But yeah, it was around that time. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Kerplunk. Um, but yeah, it, the video itself is really cool because it's all like old live footage. And How cool all, is that though? To go back and put out an album or a video, video for an for album a song. or a song you yeah. did fucking 25 years ago. Yeah. And the, the video Nobody's quality ever done that is all grainy like VHS with the little black and white lines going through it Um, but it shows a lot of really cool old footage of of shows Um, of course spliced all together uh, to make a cohesive video but yeah really cool One, one of my favorite songs from back then back when Green Day was a little bit more my thing yeah is that a PC way of saying that? <laughs> I, I don't really like them as much anymore. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. Hey, man, I feel like uh, Green Day's, um, what, Dookie and Kerplunk got a lot of people into punk rock. Yeah, right? um, did the job. It was uh, an album that you could buy and listen to at an early age that your parents would let you put on that wasn't, uh, I don't know, I feel like if I turned on half the shit that I listened to when I was 9 or 10 years old, I don't know what I'm saying. If I turned on half the shit that I listened to in high school when I was nine or ten years old, my parents would have told me to turn it off. Green Day was acceptable. That got me into punk. Eh. I appreciate it. I'm going to go check out the uh, video. All right. I would definitely recommend it. It was very uh, nostalgic yeah. for me, especially. Very cool. Um, all right. Enough of the news. Let's put a pin in it. You fucked up the news enough. Let's move. <laughs> Let's move on to some music. This one is Read My Mind from Toronto, Ontario's The Anti-Queens from the 2015 LP Start Running.
That was the anti-queens with Read My Mind. I love those guys. Their slogan is six tits, a dick, and some instruments. Okay. I think the uh, the drummer, who is, I believe, the dick in this situation, should put on some weight so that it could just be eight tits <laughs> and some instruments. Right. Get some bitch tits. All right, let's move on. I've probably offended enough people. <laughs> This next one. I is, thought it was funny. That's all that's important. Hey, as long as you're laughing, Bob, you're the only audience I care about. <laughs> this next one is Backtrack with War from the 2017 EP, Bad to My World. Backtrack with War. Next up is Aussie Punk's The Dovetons with Jerry Springer Question Time from the 2009 EP Greatest Hits. Minister of Housing, please take his seat. that quick shot that was the dovetons with jerry springer question time next up power pop goodness from italian punks latte plus who actually signed with no affiliation records i told you i was gonna circle back on that one this one is from their 2014 lp no more than three chords it's okay for us it's okay for us Yeah. 
gang today we're hanging out with dylan and the gang from spanish love songs here in the unreasonably warm san fernando valley i don't know i think that's like a nationwide thing i've seen a couple places that's warm you guys came down the coast has it been hot everywhere uh no it was pretty cool up until the central valley vegas was cold yesterday so what? just just la today Perfect. Well, we like to set your expectations properly. You know it's going to be hot in L.A. Uh, so that was uh, Dylan, guitar and vocals. We're also uh, hanging out with Kyle. Kyle. Hi. How's it going? It's going pretty well. And yourself? Uh, That's a tough one. I'm, I've got to feel a little bit better, but I'm doing okay. Well, I try and throw you a softball. You fuck it up anyway. <laughs> Meredith. Meredith was with us. I don't think she was with us last time that no, I saw you guys. Hello. Howdy. And I imagine that it's pretty tough hanging out with all these stinky guys on the road. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we also have Gabe, the big man, Gabe. Holding it down. Holding <laughs> down the fort. Ah, so yeah, we're here, uh, like I said, in the valley where I guess technically it's Tarzana. Uh, we're at Petey's Place. You guys are also going to be playing with uh, the Vegas punk rock act, uh, Rainer. You guys brought them down with you. Finally dragged them back down to L.A., which I think the last time I saw them was with you guys down yep. at the other bar that we were talking about. And then we also got uh, UK Folk Act, Ducking Punches. Really excited to see them. Uh, don't really get too many uh, foreign exports here in the Valley, so it's always exciting when we got those. So um, we're going to hang out with you guys a little bit before you go on set and uh, bullshit a little bit. Cool. But before we start, oh, I just want to say, yeah, fuck yeah. Wow. Duh. Duh. I, I checked the box that says explicit, so you okay, can say good. whatever you want, I think, as long as it's uh, reasonably legal. Uh, before we start, I want to let you know that before I even woke up this afternoon after my nap, uh, I was already thinking about you guys because I was in a Ralph's parking lot. And I sing that fucking line from Concrete every time I go grocery shopping. So thank you for that. I get mopey when I go grocery shopping. We got paid by Ralph's to do that, actually. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, you guys are uh, stopping through town on uh, a West Coast tour, like we said earlier. Uh, ultimately, I guess you guys are going to end up in Florida. Kyle? Yep, we're playing Pre-Fest and Fest this year, which we're really excited about. Is that the, f are you guys, is that the first time you guys are headed down there? It is, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Have you been to Fest before as a fan? 
Uh, I lived there for 15 years, but never went. So what? <laughs> so now you're going to go now, now that you're on the West Coast. <laughs> Lovely. I have not been. I'm really jealous. Has anybody been? Gabe, no, we haven't been? been. No? Nope. None of us. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah we suck. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Florida's far. Like, I don't go to festivals in California, so I don't, I don't know. So may as well go to the yeah, one in Florida right. in the middle of hurricane season, yeah, too, no less. Uh, so you guys are in uh, based out of LA. Do you get to sleep in your own beds tonight, Gabe? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's gonna be nice. Yep. First time in what about three weeks? Two weeks? Technically. <laughs> Good. Well, welcome home, even if it's just for a night before you head out to yeah. San Diego. Yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, so you guys refer to yourselves as grouch rock or grouch punk. Can I get a definition on that, Dylan? Uh, I don't know if we. I guess we do refer to ourselves now. Somebody just said, I don't, "It's just grouchy, old man, punk." I don't. It's like sad boy stuff, but like not whiny. I don't. Grouch punk sounded better than sad boy punk, so yeah. we just rolled with it. I, I'm also a really grouchy person generally, <laughs> so I think that is also where it kind of came from. Can, cantankerous, maybe. Cantankerous is a good one. <laughs> that, that, it doesn't flow off the cantankerous punk. It no. It sounds like right. a bad like 80s punk band name. <laughs> so you guys just came out with the third studio album, two and a half. I guess, studio album, uh, three-track EP, Buffalo Buffalo. Uh, you guys just signed AF Records, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, coming off of uh, Wiretap with Rat, Rob and our guys, right? Yeah, yep. Cool. Um, so I just listened to the album today because I'm always behind on shit because I'm fucking slow. But it was really good. I thought it picked up very well from where the last album left off, which I liked a oh, lot. Thank you. Um, but talk to me about the new, you know, the transition, the new EP, everything like that. You guys are actually working on a full length too, right? Yeah, so I guess this is technically album 1.5, because um, we had Giant Sings the Blues, and then we did Little Giants, was just a bunch of B-sides that we put out because they were on my computer and Kyle's computer. Uh, but the new one, yeah, we wrote the album and recorded it over the last year, and the full thing's actually done. Uh, but with the signing, with the release schedule, it won't be coming out till or I think March of next year. So we wanted to get something done before Fest, and we had these B-sides lying around. Uh, and Buffalo Buffalo, which is on the album. So we want to do kind of like a single EP thing to kind of give people a taste and have some new songs to play uh, on this tour and at Fest and kind of, you know, remind people, like, we're still here. (laughs) We're still a band uh, before March of next year. Because I think we finished the album in June. Uh, Mm. Yeah. June of 2017, and it'll be coming out in March of 2018. mixing in August. Okay, finish in August. So we're talking like a six-month, seven-month turnaround. So uh, I think we were just anxious to do something. (laughs) I can can understand. If you sit idle too long, you tend to get a little lazy. So I'm with you. Always stay busy. And uh, the the debut album, which you talked about earlier, uh, Giant Sing the Blues, uh, that was a really incredible album. That was the, you know, kind of your entry into the, the, the scene. That's kind of introduced you to everybody. Yeah. Um, really emotional. The lyrics were on point, very candid, I thought. You know, it's almost like you're, you're having a conversation with somebody. Um, and that's always kind of been one of the things that's mystified me about music in general, not just punk, is like the songwriting process. Um, Especially when it's kind of at a higher level like that. Can Dylan, I guess you write most of the lyrics. Yeah. Can yeah. you walk me through the process a little bit? Just because I'm <laughs> a fucking dumbass and I don't understand yeah. anything about it. So I like to always get information from people that are good at what they do. 
Yeah, well, thank you for saying I'm good at what I do. That's that's <laughs> nice for the ego. Um, the lyrics process. On Giant, it's it was a little bit different because it was like, get divorced and then write about how you feel after being divorced. So that was pretty easy. I don't know. Uh, that didn't, like, they just kind of, that sounds so stupid, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. I sit down and I have like an image or some idea or something, a line in my head, and then it's like, oh, how do we turn this into something? And then we, t I, I'm weird. I write backwards. I typically do lyrics first, and then we write songs around them, um, and or they start on acoustic guitar or something like that. Uh, for the new album, I don't know. It was a little bit weird. It was a lot of, especially with the EP. There's a lot of just shit going on in the world, and we kind of like. I think I told Kyle when we started writing the second album, I didn't want to write any songs about failed relationships um which i think we managed did to you, accomplish buffalo's <laughs> buffalo buffalo is a love song yeah. but it's not a failed love song it's kind of like a more hope hopeful i don't know if that fits for us but it's there's glimmers of hope in the uh overwhelming <laughs> shittiness i like that's good it's not necessarily so hey this is a love song yeah, so. it's like more i don't know, I don't know. you'll see yeah. well, well that's good i think is a good mix of like stepping point between the new songs and the old songs yeah I noticed that kind of about the EP that was cool it is kind of a neat transition it was not quite as mopey like you always say on the first <laughs> one there was a little bit uh, uh, a little bit more of a light heartedness to it which I think is good especially since fucking times are tough these days you know yeah don't bring us down even more well, I, like, <laughs> I don't, we're still bringing you down but just with happier music I, I don't know it's still sad. I think it's actually sadder than the first album. I agree. I think it's sadder than the first record as well. Yeah. I think we're just we're saying it with more mirth. You got the happy first. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to go back and listen. I, maybe no, I was only a, half the, paying the attention. The EP's a little, it's a little more neutral, but when the full album comes out, like, you're going to, you'll you'll be sad. <laughs> I'll be good and sad. Um, so, uh, last question before we get into the rapid fire, which are everybody's favorite here, part. Rainer. Rainer crashing everybody's party. Um, so, I was checking out, doing my research, because I'm a, a very professional uh, interviewer. Uh, Dylan, I noticed that your Instagram lists uh, director in the description of you. Uh, uh, what is it that you direct? What do you direct? Uh, my day job is actually in the film industry. Uh, so, I write and direct uh try to write and direct feature films uh do a lot of sh i just came out of film school a few years ago so short films and i've done all our music videos with my directing partner um so yeah yeah it says i think it says writer director cat lady <laughs> so i'm all because of course things. i'm kind of a cat lady myself all right well that was good i think we covered a lot of ground there now is the time for the general uh jack assery uh i'm gonna do nine quick fire questions because i couldn't come up with a 10 and uh, i was kind of lazy today because it's saturday saturday uh okay kyle we're gonna start with you and then we're gonna move over to meredith dylan cool and then finally end up with gabe there we're just gonna go around uh kyle what's your favorite place to eat when you're on the road restaurant something like that uh, uh, I mean, I say, guess. Say it. Say it. Nah. Uh, Del Taco. Del Taco. <laughs> That's no, the my answer. My favorite is just the one that I can eat at the most often. We'll take that. The one that you can eat at most often. Perfect. <laughs> Meredith, what's your go-to karaoke song? Ooh, I don't. I don't sing karaoke. <laughs> if you were going to, come on, landslide, Stevie uh, Nicks, right? Let's go with uh, Clay Aiken's "Invisible." <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> Dylan. 
You're here in Los Angeles. What's your least favorite freeway? There is a right answer to this. Don't fuck. Yeah, there is. (laughs) I live on the east side, so, like, I fucking hate the 101. Partial points for the 101. The correct answer is the 10. Uh, Gabe, what if the band were going to have a mascot? What would the mascot be? Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I correct that? It's yeah. me dressed as Bigfoot, which is on one of our new shirts. Yeah. Okay, yep. We'll, that is acceptable. We will accept it. Kyle, if you could play any non-traditional instrument, what would it be? Um, uh, trumpet. Trumpet. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're not in sky. You're not in a a, a folk band. You're good. Uh, Okay. Meredith, what's your favorite non-punk band? Carly Rae Jepsen. Is that a band? We'll take it. Yeah. Yes. That's country, right? Pop. Pop. I have no. I don't. I don't get outside of the punk bubble. Listen to emotion. Emotion. I'll put it on the list. Uh, Okay, Dylan. What was your first album purchase? Um. Oh crap! I had an older brother who gave me so many. I think my first actual purchase might have been Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. But not the one with All Star. The one with Walking on the Sun. <laughs> are you sure they're not the same album? They're not. They're okay. They are two they're different different. albums because I'm not going to argue that. No. <laughs> oh no! No. Third Eye Blind. I'm such a moron. Third Eye Blind. That's. Really not helping your cause, but we'll take that. (laughs) Gabe, what's the worst job you've ever had? I used to make um, corporate LLC binders by hand. Okay. (laughs) So so you were a correlator, essentially. I was a bookmaker. Okay. So it wasn't bad, but... Tedious? Yeah. Okay. Repetitive. I could definitely see that. (laughs) Kyle, what is the strangest place you've ever played? Venue, city, anything like that? Salvo, Switzerland, Uh-oh. in the attic of a house. That, that was, that's not strange, though. That's just a punk house with a punk show. Hey, but it's badass. Mr. Heroin and, like, kitty porn or whatever. That's weird. <laughs> that's strange. Yeah, that's strange. Definitely strange. I really want to that's a venue, thing. though. I don't know. Well, that's, I like it. I like that attic mm-hmm. in Sweden. Oh, no. No. There's another. Did you play a castle? Mm-hmm. Castle? Oh, we played a castle in Germany that was built to defend the city against Napoleon. Whoa, and that's not, that's not, that doesn't pop in your head when you're asking. It's not strange, it's a castle. I was also going to say the practice space in the bottom of a woodworking workshop where it was 45 degrees inside during the show, at which the guy's girlfriend and parents showed up, and that was it. <laughs> Party over? Yeah, that was fun. I guess we played a lot of strange places, so (laughs) it's not a one-answer question. Strange, interesting places. How about that? Uh, Good answers. I I don't think there was any terrible quick-fire answers, and almost everybody has at least one. So congrats, guys. You're real winners in my bucket list, and that really doesn't count for shit. Thanks for hanging out with us uh, for a few minutes before the show. Let's head on inside, uh, grab a cerveza, and uh, you guys want to play out with one of the tracks from the new album? Uh, Yeah. Which one? Name it. The Buffalo Buffalo. Buffalo. All right. This is Buffalo Buffalo of the EP from the same name. Crank it up, fuckers. That don't work I'm sweating naked on my blood It's gonna fade 
Hey, this is Spanish Love Songs, and you're listening to Dying Scene Radio.
That one was Shiner from Los Angeles-based punk group, No State. And they actually sent that one in to us. See, good things happen when you send us music. Bob said, <laughs> we're lazy. We need you to do the footwork for us. But if you do it, we'll play your music. Yeah. Well, that's not true. If it's shit, I'm not going to play I was going to say, you also have to be decent. Yeah, definitely. You don't have to be good. There. I'm not going to play shit music. Yeah, just decent. So we're never going to get to hear any of Bob's bands. Never. Actually, most of your bands would be good if they removed you. <laughs> you are definitely not the glue to any of those bands. But I record them all so they can't get rid of me. <laughs> Is that how you weasel your way <laughs> exactly. into bands? All right, let's hear from another LA-based act. This one's got a little bit of Christmas flavor on it because tis the season, right? Let's take the Christ out of Christmas. Xmas. <laughs> this one's an Xmas tune from Total Massacre. This one's War on Christmas. World is over. War on Christmas, World is Over by L.A. Punk's Total Massacre. We've got that one streaming over on Dying Scene Premiere. Uh, I don't think they even put that out on an album. I know it's an EP okay. that you can download, uh, and they actually uh, tacked on a, a song from their upcoming album, which I don't think has a release date or a name yet. I, but, uh, I have to say, I don't like when bands don't put a song on an album anywhere because sometimes I really like those songs and then yeah. I can't fucking find them. Well, it's a single. That's why they call them whatever singles well i mean there's some bands end up being on albums too so i guess i guess you there's that band at sam i am so you're still running from the girls just like you did when you were small they were cruel big sister big big sister strong do you remember them yeah yeah they've got a song fucking off of a hopelessly devoted to you compilation that's not on any of their albums bugs the shit out of me fucking compilations yep uh so interview spanish love songs those guys are great they are. Them, they man. are. You know, I just have to point out that at the beginning of the show, you pointed out that you were really putting a lot of effort into, you know, reducing your cowboy mannerisms, your your sayings, whatever you okay. want to call them. Let's get to it. Uh, I heard them come out in that interview. I don't know if you're just now trying to bury them. And well, that was recorded before you threw a hissy fit. So at the time, I don't I think it was. You were, I think I've hissy fitted from day one. I didn't. I, I don't think so. You've known. Well, then I had. I didn't vow to improve myself just at like that point. Going behind my back. I'm cheating on you, bands. <laughs> I'm going out and doing cowboy talk, getting it out of my system, so I don't do it in front of you. I know it gets your panties in a bunch, buddy. Take some pampering next time before we record. Uh, good interview. 
Yeah. And we'll give you credit for the interview. Yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, we recorded that uh, at the show at Petey's Place yes. up the street from here, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, it even had a, a, a an appearance from my buddy Damien, who rolled up on his hog. <laughs> hog. I can say hog, right? Yes. Definitely. You can say that. I think some people call it a motorcycle <laughs> or a chopper. I think I actually, I called it a chopper in the interview. It's anyway, I don't know anything about motorcycles. Every motorcycle I touch, I drop. But yeah, he made a little appearance, rolled right up on us in the middle of the interview. Yeah, we appreciate that. Thank you for making the edit some more. Yeah, I don't know how loud it was. We'll see. <laughs> you guys might not even hear it, but uh, yeah, it, I can never complain when friends come out to shows. You know, they're supporting local scenes. I rub, rub off on them a little bit. Get the grin off your face, you stupid <laughs> fucking, fucking pervert. Uh, I always try and get people out. Even if they don't like punk, I try and expose them to music. Right? And Live music. Things. You gotta keep it going. Uh, let's talk about next episode. I know we teased it a little bit earlier, but I think we're actually going to uh, put out our albums of the year special. Yeah. So we're probably going to once again piss Dave off and play some music that's not by emerging artists. I mean... I'm not going to lie. I feel like uh, getting into this podcast and doing this podcast has really gotten me uh, into a lot of smaller bands. And I feel like my list is absolutely filled with small bands. I've got, I want to say maybe three or four big name bands on there. And I'm just going to cut them off right from the get go. I don't need to go through them. No. I might mention them. I, I mean, who cares? Oh. You know, well, I got a few on there that are bigger. Well, but- I've, I've, there's been so many good albums that have come out this year by lesser known bands. Yeah, that, uh, absolutely. They're I want to give them the credit and I want to give them the attention. Absolutely. So, and I'm, and I have a few on there. I always do. Yeah. You, know, you always find. Somebody. And I think, uh, you know, um, not surprisingly, a lot of the bands on my list are bands that we've played on here. Really? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. We're making a real impact on you. Right. Well, I'm hopefully we're making a real impact on the listeners and they've uh, got their favorite albums of the year. Send us some suggestions. Yeah. Cause you guys probably know more than we do. So <laughs> hit us up. Tell us what your top 10 albums of the year are and we'll cheat off you guys. What are, what are some albums that are on your list right now? No. Oh, well, definite, um, I'm uh, bad cop, bad cop warriors. So you're not cutting that. No. So you I, just I ruined the next episode. Oh, uh, well, you just said, uh, <laughs> uh, this is like a real catch-22. Uh, who else is on there? Propagandi. Okay. A new album. I don't even know. Um, that Stupid, Stupid Henchman, which I said earlier, they're on there. Nice. Uh, so there's gonna, it's going to be great. I'm I've really got a, excited. I've got a few. I, like I said earlier, I think we'll have to cut it down to five. Um, Casual Friday. The Moms. Mm-hmm. Um, the Moms had two things come out this year, and uh, I really want to pick. What is it? The, is the EP the short one? Yeah. Okay, I want to pick the EP over the LP. Okay. Can I do that? I, I think technically it's supposed to be albums, but I don't think anybody's going to we'll come see for where your it goes. Head. We'll see where it goes. I'm, I told you I'm sneaking the fitness EP <laughs> on there. I'm, I don't even. That one's. It's probably going to be close to number one too. There, yeah. There's a there's a few EPs, so maybe we'll have to throw those in there. Such gold, decent criminal, Oliver Houston, the Fullers. We played them, mm-hmm. I think, uh, on the episode before last. Wasted potential. Um, we played them. That Wasted potential album is insane, right? Oh my god, that one's probably going to end up surviving. Turnstile, Drug Church, um, and uh, Single Mothers. Um, there's just been so many good albums, but, uh, getting it trimmed down to 10 is tough. I always have a little overflow in a little section at the bottom, like notable mentions or right? something like that. So yeah, 
I think we're going to have to trim it to five, man. But definitely tune in for next episode because there's going to be some great music. I imagine we're probably just going to play yeah. some bands from our top 10 lists. Yep. Uh, so quality abounds in next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's close this motherfucker out, Bob. Let's do it. One of those bands that's going to be on my list. Who is it? Grenadiers. Grenadiers. All right. Uh, you're turning me on. That's how you some... say that. Is that how you say yeah. that? Yeah. And you're turning me on to new music because I haven't heard of these guys. Right? So this one is Panic Attack from the album Find Something You Love and Let It Kill You, which was released uh, earlier this year. Yep. And again, it's Grenadiers. Until next time, comrades, stay safe. Adios. Yeah.